0: allegedly to where you can actually go off and do your own thing this is the voice of reason with andy hoosier darn right it is it is another day in paradise ready to rock and roll for a post monday celebration welcome into the voice of reason i'm andy hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in wichita kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country radio tv live streaming and podcasting welcome aboard your millennial general reporting for duty just like every other day, we may have a guest at the bottom of the hour, a special guest, a surprise guest. If so, I will let you know. If not, then we just won't worry about it. It'll be you and I chitting the chat, looking at each other across the bar or wherever it may be as we talk about the very important issues of life, which, man, I got to say, we just need to kick back and enjoy life for a minute, shall we? Can we please, just for, just for a minute, just enjoy, just take a deep breath in. This is the... Namaste, meditative moment on the Voice of Reason as we try to just calm you down for just a moment. Relax. Everything is okay. The good news is is that Republicans are up 10 to 15 points for election season. So as long as we show up, as long as we do what we're supposed to do, then everything is all right. Everybody take a deep breath in. And realize that Republicans will be in control very soon and that we can get this country back on track and breathe out. Everybody take a deep breath in again. Realize that Joe Biden, it's not really his fault with the stupid stuff he does because he doesn't know where he's at. It's really elder abuse and the Democrats will pay for it at the end of the day. Breathe out. Take a deep breath in. realize that as much as the economy that may be crashing before our eyes right now, that we as the American people realize that we still have hard men and women out there and that we can still rebuild things and that we are the ones that take care of ourselves and that more people are waking up to that realization as opposed to, Relying on the government to take care of them. Breathe out. You feel a little bit better? (laughs) Maybe just a little bit. Well, welcome again to Namaste, the meditative moment with the voice of reason. The reason I say that is because according to the latest studies, over half of Americans, 52% of Americans say they live in fear and anxiety every single day of their life. Now that's as donald trump would say that is huge that is bigly why 52 percent say they live in fear and anxiety every day even in their home whether it's because of a potential economic crash whether it's because of crime in the streets no matter what the issues are they live in fear in their life every single day that's concerning and you wonder why cancer rates are so high with that many people in the population living in fear according to the study They say younger Americans are most likely to feel concerned about their safety on a daily basis, with 75% of those between the age of 25 and 34, that's within my demographic here, 75% within that age demographic agree with the statement comparing to just 50% of those between 45 and 54%, saying that they feel like they're in imminent danger or have constant anxiety at least once a day, every single day. Dude. Just relax for a second. It's okay. It's okay. Look, there are some really crappy things going on in the world right now. There are some really scary things going on in the world right now. But here's the difference. We can either sit back and be paranoid and fearful of it, or we can actually take the bull by the horns and do it ourselves. We have a society. America is built on the backs of Americans, not by the elites, not by the socialists, not by the progressives. We do it. We do it. We started a nation with our bare hands. You ever watch The Patriot, that great movie with Mel Gibson? They started at the end of the movie after they fight back the British and they're going to the house and they were going to build their uh, plantation again. And everybody in the communities, they're building the plantation. They're like, oh, we said we could build a new world and we're going to start it with your house. That's what we did. We did that with this nation. We did it during the Revolutionary War. We did it after the Civil War with the with the Reconstruction. We did that during the Civil Rights War. And the, I mean, that was more of a silent war. We did that with international wars. We did that with the Cold War. We built things with our hands, and we got ourselves out of the mess. If the financial, God forbid, let's t- put on the tinfoil hats for a second and talk about a financial crisis collapse, the banks collapse, The world government tries to take over. If that happens, do you really, truly, honestly think that not 75% of the population, 50% of the population at least, would be like, yeah, you know what? We're going to do our own thing. We're going to rebuild this stuff. I mean, obviously, we have business-minded individuals. Things are okay. Things are okay. Go out and look at the stars for a second. I know that uh, that's kind of an odd thing to say right now, but go out and enjoy the stars or go out and enjoy the fresh air. This new telescope they have is absolutely phenomenal. I love watching some of these new pictures that are out there. And uh, apparently now we have the opportunity to potentially find the extraterrestrial life outside of Earth. And it's called Joe Biden. (laughs) See what I did there? Trying to crack you up and just lighten you up a little bit here. But in in all seriousness, there is actually some new photos that are coming out where they may find how ETs could potentially be traveling the galaxy, which is really cool. And uh, we need to focus more on this. I will say one bit of government investment that I like that needs to work well with both the private sector and the public sector is NASA. And researching space, researching more physics, researching quantum physics, researching outer space and understanding more of that because that is the new frontier and we have to. And them a lot with NASA working along with SpaceX and Elon Musk, I think that is absolutely necessary. Absolutely necessary. We need to focus 80% of our budget on that. Not, like, creating new budget, but spending more on that. To hell with the social programs. To hell with all the gender identity crap that goes on and the confusion that the, the vast population has today. Invest in that. Let's take humanity to another level. That's what I'm all about. And we can do it. We can do it by ourselves as well. Uh, according to NDTV.com, Russia, with the ongoing conflicts with Russia and the Ukraine and their shenanigans with Russia trying to do their dominance, which I'll get to in just a second because they tie into this perfectly. is kind of a segue here. They have announced now that they are set to quit the International Space Station after 2024. I think they're starting to see the letters on uh, writing on the wall showing that Joe Biden and the weakness of the United States is not going to last long. Another positive thing that we should be happy about. But the Biden administration... The Democrats, the progressives, the weakness that they're taking advantage of right now, they're not going to get to enjoy this forever. So they have to take advantage of everything now, try and consume as much as they can. And after 2024, after the presidential election here, then they're going to start sidestepping and actually retracting a little bit. And they said now they're going to quit the International Space Station. Now, for those that don't know, the International Space Station was created by the Russians and the United States together. We work with it. Together, So while we're battling on the home front here, they've been working together peacefully up in space, which is awesome. And that's kind of cool. And the uh, statement officially from Russia says that, of course, they will fulfill all their obligations to their partners. But the decision to leave the space station after 2024 has already been made. Vladimir Putin already said that's a good move as well, which means what are they doing? They're building their own. The battle for space has continued. Now, I will clarify when I say battle for space, it's right now, unfortunately, the mass control of the elites of who could spend more money to dominate space and control space, as in control the population beneath space, as opposed to just trying to understand space a little bit better, which is what we need to be doing. But. You give you know the uh, Democrats a mile or an inch and they take two miles because when they see an opportunity to seize the day and control people based on either money or power or political power or whatever else they're going to take advantage of it, and unfortunately that's what we're seeing right now. But guess what? Russia it now has enough power and enough influence and enough money to build their own space station in space and to say we're out of the one that we've been working with in conjunction with the United States and other nations as well. We're out. We're doing our own thing now. Now, how do they have that opportunity? Where did that come about? How did they get at that opportunity? Oh, that's right. They created a war with the Ukraine that everybody jumped on board with and is trying to, quote-unquote, say they're supporting Ukraine and trying to go after Russia, but they're really not. They're really not. The United States, let me rephrase that, the United States government, And the Joe Biden administration and the Democrats and the socialists and the communists, they love what Vladimir Putin is doing. They are taking opportunity and advantage of everything that's going on right now. Remember the old adage, never let a crisis go to waste. They are using that as the ultimate opportunity to control and take as much power as they possibly can. Those sanctions... The slap on the wrist sanctions that Joe Biden and the Democrats put on uh, on Russia. Remember, they didn't even take effect for like two or three months until like just recently. Because they wanted Russia to continue to do what they did. Giving Russia plenty of time to build up their own sanctions, to build up their own independence, to build up their own energy independence, to come up with their banking system. So when we did place the sanctions on the banking institutions, they were already prepared for it. They already protected their currency which is doing very well, by the way, right now, internally, domestically in the the country of Russia. They already are building up their energy usages right now. They protected their elites on their private yachts doing their own thing. Nothing that we did to Russia, while the Democrats say they were putting a harsh sanction and harsh rules and harsh laws against Russia, none of it that they did actually hurt Russia in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it empowered them more. They are now a sovereign nation away from everything else that the globalists are trying to do, and they now have full control, so when this uh, thing is over, they will be stronger, they will be more powerful, and they will be one of the richest nations on the face of the earth because they played this perfectly, and Democrats played right into their hands because we are terrible at playing long-term games, for one. And number two, we've usually been on the wrong side of things at the time and then end up having to retract itself. Remember back in the day when we cited and gave a whole bunch of weapons to, like, you know, Osama bin Laden and to all those in the Middle East when they were fighting Russia, and then they turned around and used them against us? Yeah, we have a bad habit of doing that with the United States, because we're thinking reactionary instead of long-term and cognitively. We're going after Russia, and I say that in air quotes in the sense that we're allowing Russia to do whatever the hell they want to, instead of truly having a global power lay down the law on them and actually stop them from doing what they're doing. So... I guess at the end of the day, you got to applaud Russia because they're thinking long term and they're now independent away from all the global markets to a degree. And they now can control their own markets and their own uh, future if they continue to go down this isolationist, independent road, which many countries need to start looking at doing. But they're doing it so well that they're now looking at the point of actually starting their own international space station, which I think is a little bit concerning to me. So now it's going to be another Cold War, but not with nuclear weapons here on the ground. It's going to be another Cold War between the United States and Russia going into space. The only advantage we have, if we can keep that advantage is not allowing the socialists to take over the country here so we can go into another Cold War and then they can use their communist uh, playbook, we can use our capitalist playbook, we actually create incentive and growth in our GDP and our economy to allow things to flourish while they suck all the wealth that they did create or they were able to create uh, throughout the last couple of months and through the next year that they can use that wealth, and then it depletes, and then they run out of it because they don't quite grasp the concept of creating new wealth and expanding the pie, only consuming what, the pie, what little bit of a pie they have, while we expand our pie and we can actually compete with them on the international stage through a space program. And Donald Trump got us started with the Space Force. It's whether we keep on with it. But again, it can't be all militarization and power because then, you know, Our little firearms on our end when they do try to lay down the law aren't going to do well with a drone that's five miles up in space, but we can at least keep other countries at base so they don't try to nuke us. Interesting way that we have now empowered Russia. Congrats, Democrats. We have created the monster for our future enemy and I fear that that's going to be. So I guess if you are going to be fearful of something, young generation, that's what you can be fearful of, of what the future looks like when Russia actually has all this money and this power and control of space. And then we're Kind of in trouble ourselves. Lots more to get to here on a post Monday celebration here for the Voice Reason. Voice Reason with Andy Hoosier.
1: bring some reason into your day this is the voice of reason
0: with andy hoosier Welcome back into the program 24 minutes past the hour thanks for hanging out with us today kind of an interesting conversation went down a road we usually don't get into a little bit but it is true I, and I got some messages, by the way, from those that are like, Andy, no, that's not true. Russia's actually doing the good thing in the corrupt government from Ukraine. And, and whatever. I don't get into that one. I don't care about the Ukrainian government, per se. I think it's horrible what the people are having to go through. Zelensky, I don't know anything about his politics other than I applaud him for standing and fighting a winless war, essentially, and standing on the front line doing that. Outside of that, I don't care about Ukrainian politics. I don't care. Yes, there is a government that's corrupt. Shocker. I mean... But no, our government's not maybe trying to use Ukraine a little bit, which they have in the past. But right now, they're really buddy-buddy with Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin has worked for years trying to get in uh, to cozy with the United States. And he started it with George W. Bush back in the day, and it's only progressed from there. And he only was able to do what he's doing right now because of the leadership that we have or lack their leadership that we have, that's allowing him to take advantage of the situation. So what is he doing on the back end right now? Before he even started this, he planned this because guess what? They actually think of head and actually think long term when they actually do these deals is that they think long term. All right, we're going to become independent. Yeah, the world is going to come down on us. So what are we going to do to prepare ourselves for that? We're going to prepare ourselves to be economically independent. They stopped trading with a lot of people prior to they produced oil and just loading up the reserves. Well, we're depleting our oil reserves intentionally, by the way, from the Biden administration, they're loading up their oil reserves. The hell's going to happen when this thing's all done and then all of a sudden we're buddy buddy again. Did Joe Biden literally set us up to the point to where we're going to be depleted of oil and have to buy oil from Russia? And they're going to have it stocked up, ready to go, making them billions upon billions of dollars. There's a narcissist weird plan going on there that I think we need to be concerned about. I mean, it's very easy for us just to open up our rigs here and actually start drilling. We could get ourselves economically independent again. We could get ourselves energetically independent again, but we're not going to, especially with this leadership. Why do you think the Russians said they're going to stop working on the spaceship on 20, on the International Space Station by the year 2024? Because that's when they know there's going to be a crazy shift in politics here in the U.S., and the relationship is going to change from just bending over and doing whatever they want to actually standing firm and saying, "Uh uh-uh, you're not allowed to do this. The Russians? Vladimir Putin, man, they are gonna milk this all they possibly can, and they're gonna drag this war out. They have two million people in their army, and sure, they're losing a lot of resources. And eventually, they're gonna have to have a conversation about the economics of this continuing because they're losing a lot of uh, they're losing a lot of war, uh, they're losing a lot of money, they're losing a lot of tanks, they're losing a lot of resources, and eventually, they're gonna have to reconsider: is it still worth it to keep doing what they're doing? And that's going to be the big question. But right now they're still enjoying it. Milk this all they possibly can. Continue to shut down the ports. Continue to strain everybody. Then when the war ends, they're going to come out and say, look, we have all this grain. We have all this oil. We have all this natural gas. We have all this coal. We have all this money. We have all this investment with our banks. We have all this stuff we're going to massively flood into the global market. That's going to lower the value and crash everything that's all high and inflated right now. It's going to crash it all, and they're going to be the ones that are going to be the saving grace, raking in massive amounts of money. And by the way, they're banks not tied to the global market because they've been cut off by the global markets, but they were prepared for it, and they're going to reap the benefits. They are playing a long-term game unlike anybody else has played in a very long time, and i got to give them props for it because we're too stupid to recognize it. We're starting to. But the game's already done. The game's already been played, and now uh, they've moved the chess, and it's a checkmate at least right now, or at least a check. What is that, check, right? I haven't played chess in a while. It's not a checkmate, but at least they're moving forward in that right direction. So can we actually uh, move this around and actually uh, uh, overt a loss here? We can if we bring back our free market capitalist laissez-faire policies and actually bring back freedom again and let us flourish and say to hell with you we're going to become independent and do our own thing again as well when we come back we got lots more to talk about on a post monday celebration here we have some uh economics here inflation rates the real estate market is it busting we'll shift gears a little bit there plus Kamala harris where's she at in this whole thing we'll talk about the latest polls and more right here on the voice of reason
1: the voice of reason with andy hoosier When reason meets radio,
0: you're listening to the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, it flies right on by. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time, multiple radio stations. TV stations, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch, listen to the program. We always appreciate you very much. Again, I'm telling you, with all that news about Russia and how the shenanigans are going on there, again, it's okay. Calm down. The zen. Bring back the zen. Can we do that? Everybody take a deep breath in. Realize Vladimir Putin's on the way out relatively soon. Breathe out. (laughs) Breathe in. Realize that Joe Biden is going to be out relatively soon. Breathe out. Realize that Democrats are on the way out. Nationally, as we're still up 10 to 15 points on the Democrats uh, for the general election for this year, and the polls are looking well for next year and, or a couple of years ago in 2024 as well. Let's shift gears a little bit. There's a lot to talk about, and uh, I am excited to have this guy on the program. What's trending today? Because I think this is a perfect opportunity to talk about a new book that is out today. That just got released, and I think everybody needs to get it, and it's uh, we had to get him on because I work a lot with him behind the scenes, and now excited to have him on the program to chat with us as well, as he is the president and CEO of Publius PR. He's also the editor-in-chief of the Publius National Post and author of The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. Happy to have on the program Mr. A.J. Rice. A.J., what's going on, brother? How you doing? Oh, hold on here. We got you. A.J., you there? Maybe. Andy what's
2: going on my man
0: hey there we are what's going on brother it's good to have you on the program
2: absolutely yeah absolutely did I hear right at the top of the hour news that it's 102 degrees there
0: it is currently 102 degrees in Wichita Kansas oh yes.
2: wow <laughs> I thought it was hot in central Virginia God no. bless you guys
0: it has been this way for an entire week and a half now into I tell you I am Irish and Scottish I like my 20 degree weather this is killing me man
2: I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm a couple. I'm, believe me, I'm, I'm mostly Irish myself. So, yeah, uh, I would melt like a vanilla ice cream on the pavement. There, I, think.
0: <laughs> I will say, though, I have a nice tan. I don't glow in the dark as much as I usually do. So I guess that's the positive. We <laughs> got to look on the positive there. I love it. AJ, it's good to talk to you, my friend. We always uh, we work behind the scenes quite a bit. But to get you on here with your new book that came out today, The Woking Dead. This is fantastic. And I think it's appropriate for this time going right into election season.
2: Well, it is. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a look back in the sort of last year of, you know, with COVID and with Trump and then the first two years of Biden. Um, as I surveyed the landscape over the last sort of, you know, two years um, and then in the end of the Trump administration, what dawned on me was that we were we were basically being put through um, a sort of a project that I call the Ch- Chinese dress rehearsal, which. Basically, was the virus, and while the virus was was you know the biggest story uh, you know in the world, it was another virus that we were dealing with, and it had to do with cancel culture. It had to do with some of the hypocrisy uh, surrounding the events after the George Floyd uh, incident. So, and really, what what the Woking Dead is is the people that buy into this. It's the people that want to change our behavior. It's the people that want to push, you know, CRT or new pronouns or you know, change sports, change comedy, boot comedians, scare comedians out of venues. That to me, that was the true virus that was destroying our culture. Yeah. Um, and that's where the Woking dead are. They're, that's the virus. It's not the. It's not the. It's not COVID uh, nineteen. It's liberalism. Infecting every corner of uh, the country, the culture, and really led by a couple pillars uh, in our society: the media, the entertainment industry, academia, and of course the sort of cartilage and superhighway that that allows them to thrive, and that is big tech. You know, some of these tech platforms um, are sort of the aircraft carrier for a lot of these. You know, uh, either one. Ridiculous ideas, and two, the removal of ideas. So the sort of complete censoring of, you know, radio hosts, podcast hosts, television hosts, comedians, you know, um, yeah. and it's 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 trickled down throughout the entire culture, all the way down to, you know, even the way people handle, you know, newborns. So and and you know what to call them, whether a boy or a girl. So. That's what the book's mainly about. Uh, We have some funds broken down into a bunch of sections. Um, You know, some people make an appearance. Some of them are are, our guests, have been guests on your show. And look, I just want to take a moment here to thank you and your audience for, um, you know, putting our people on all these years. So, I mean, a, a lot of big ticket items, names, you know, names you didn't know, but now you do. Yeah. So I, wanted, I just want to thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Well, I love working with you, and I love working with a lot of the guests that you guys provide to bring this content because these are the conversations that we have to have, and this is the stuff, that the dialogue that needs to happen to wake up the masses, quote-unquote, to realize that, hey, you know what, there is an alternative to what the mainstream media is doing, and that's what you guys are providing. That's what we try to be able to be the catalyst for on the program, so we appreciate that. And you're right with this cancel culture. They despise it. YouTube canceled our, many of our programs that we have on YouTube because of, quote-unquote, medical misinformation during the COVID-19 pandemic. And, I mean, obviously we saw that with different state departments and health departments, the NIH, the FDA, the uh, all these other agencies from the federal government. They don't like a narrative outside of their own. Now, whether this was created for that malicious intent to create and do the be the testing waters for this media censorship or whether they just you know, never let a crisis go to waste and take advantage of it. Now we're seeing this bleed into because now with the abortion debate and the reversal of Roe v. Wade, YouTube has come out and said that they're now going to be silencing videos on YouTube for abortion misinformation and trying to censor that content as well. I mean, that was the testing waters with COVID. We need to stop this now because this is who knows where they're going to stop this if they ever do down the road. Well, that's
2: what exactly. So it was a dress rehearsal find out just how compliant we would be yeah right you know what what would we where would we go where would we not go what would we wear what would we not wear what would we inject in our bodies what would you know that that that's what this was um I mean not long ago you know the 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 meat puppet president basically said well you know he was referencing the next pandemic <laughs> right when's the next one coming fauci's done it too yeah. so you know they they had more power over us during this time period than they've ever had, really, and they loved it. And the idea that they're not going to try to get it back—they're um, going to be rabid to get it back. Um, they're going to be zombies. That's why we call them the Woking Dead. That's what they want to do. They want to control. So any one of these bureaucracies that are that act as little, you know, systems of control. Um, And then they've got their cheerleaders, you know, in the media and Hollywood and on, you know, on online. I mean, that's what they're going to try to do. And they're going to keep coming at us. So, I mean, look, I have fun in the book. There's a lot of there's a lot of there is there is some Biden and some Trump. There's a lot of culture stuff, stuff that's going on in academia. Um, You know, we poke fun at at, at quite a few people. And, you know, the main thing that, that I guess people need to understand is um, there needs to be solutions. There needs to be solutions. And one of the things I tell everyone is that, you know, vote with your, you know, vote with your feet, you know, vote with your wallet. If you, you know, if you're, if you're an NFL fan and and you can't take the kneeling and you can't take the craziness, uh, you know, BLM painted on the floor, of the NBA games or whatever it is, you know, phony nooses at, at NASCAR games that the FBI got called for. And it was just a a piece of rope that pulls a garage door down yeah. I and mean, that kind of stuff. The five alarm fire. The FBI rushing to a NASCAR game. And then all they find is some some rope that pulls a garage door down. So, you know, you can see where the government's priorities are. Um, that's why they were so quick to believe, you know, people like, you know, Juicy Smollett and and and, you know, Kavanaugh's accuser. So just keep fighting back. Um you know, keep using your voice and send Pelosi and Schumer packing in November.
0: Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, I got to play. I don't know if you've heard this clip yet or not, but with this woke mentality, with this identity politics and with them trying to control the dialogue and the narrative, Kamala Harris made a speech earlier today and said this.
1: Uh, Good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion, um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit.
0: <laughs> I mean, what? Come on, man!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Eating animal crackers, dipping them in milk. I mean, what? I
0: mean, <laughs> that's what we're at no, now. That's me. what Look, we have to that, introduce ourselves. The Vice President of the United States. I am a. What what'd she say? She, her. And I'm Kamala Harris, and I'm sitting here with a blue suit. Like, th- Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. I'm glad you could identify yourself.
2: <laughs> I mean, she, you know, after the the Roe decision, she was like, I don't know who she was talking to, maybe NBC, Savannah Guthrie, or somebody. And she was basically like, I'm a woman. I'm a daughter <laughs> of a woman. I'm a grandmother of a woman. And I'm watching this, and I'm going, well, you better not tell the uh, LGBTQ mafia that you're a woman because it's amazing how women vanish and appear based on what topic they're talking about.
0: Yeah, it is unbelievable. AJ Rice, uh, we're out of time, my friend. Go check out the new book. It came out today, which is why we had to get him on the program today, The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. You can find it on Amazon plus the website at Publius PR uh, as well. AJ, it's great to talk to you, my friend. I'm glad to get you on the program. Good luck with the book. We got to get you on again soon, my friend thanks Andy appreciate it hey absolutely always a pleasure again we always appreciate all the guests that you guys have on your end being able to get them on the program to bring some great conversation and dialogue as well gotta take a break we'll wrap up the program here right around the corner we'll break down some of this stuff in more Kamala Harris losing her mind all over again we'll talk about that when we come back it's post Monday celebration is the voice reason stay right here The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier.
1: Fighting for freedom every
0: day. The voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right. Welcome back into the program. Last couple of minutes here on the show. Thanks for hanging out with us as always. Thanks again to AJ Race coming on the program. He is, for those that don't know, he is one of the publishing companies, PR companies that we use to book a lot of the guests on the show. So, I mean, like Peter Navarro, some of the big guests that we've had, some of the other ones, he's a great individual, great company, great people that work for him as well. And we get a lot of the guests that we have on the show through him. And when he came out with his book, I said, oh, man, we got to get him on. Got to get him on. So it was great to chat with AJ. Thanks for coming on the program. Again, PubliusPR, P-U-B-L-I-U-S-P-R.com. Also go and check out the book on uh, Amazon as well, The Woking Dead, because, man, I tell you what, these guys, they are, they are Zombies—they are brain dead. They are loony, and they just question even the most basic things. Imagine if we will—we started off with the show about advancing society into space, in the space race between Russia and the United States, the new Cold War that is coming. We are trying to advance ourselves to another level. We have Elon Musk and SpaceX trying to start a civilization on Mars, for crying out loud, for a new civilization. Then we have the the Neanderthals on the face of the earth right now that are questioning whether they're a boy or a girl and a lot of those neanderthals are even within our own governmental system
1: Uh, good afternoon i want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time Um, i am kamala harris my pronouns are she and her i am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit
0: (laughs) Now, if it takes that much brain power to identify that, there is no way we will ever be able to create a civilization on Mars. And if we did, it would be filled with those. I am Bob, and the sand beneath me is red. <laughs> That's the level of intellect that we're dealing with in society nowadays. Thank you, Kamala Harris. Now, I will say she is so ingenious that she is sitting at the end of a table with no one around her wearing a mask. So there is that. I mean, I guess the mask thing is hip and cool again. And the masks are coming back because she was wearing them. So maybe that's what it was. She was trying to identify who she was. I'm over here with the blue and I'm a she, her. And my name's Kamala Harris. So that way, you know, obviously we didn't know who the vice president was sitting in the hallway. Or in the in the room, which makes sense, I guess, because she's always had a bit of an identity crisis trying to prove herself. All the interviews that she does. I don't have to answer that because I'm the vice president of the United States and she's kind of egotistical in that sense. So maybe she was just trying to flaunt her powers, I guess. But, man. If it takes that much brain power to identify who you are, to let people know who you are, then we are in the wrong species, my friend, and we will never make it to Mars in any way, shape, or form. But soon, you will not be able to question these. I can't say this stuff without laughing because it's so stupid. But soon, you will not be able to actually challenge these things. They won't let you because they will start putting it on social media to where we're going to be banned. Radio programs are going to be canceled. TV programs are going to be canceled. Social media is going to be cut off. You're not allowed to question these things because you have to identify your pronouns or else people won't know who you are because they're that brain dead. And if you question those or you try to make fun of them or you try to challenge the reason why we even mention pronouns or you say odd pronouns, then you'll get banned because you're spreading quote-unquote misinformation. You don't have any proof that she's actually a she-her until she actually identifies as a she-her or her-she or whatever the hell they say. I mean, they're doing it now with the abortion issue, which is what she was doing right now uh, in that speech. She was talking about the abortion issue, about how detrimental it is to lose abortion at the federal level because, by golly, the federal government needs to do a big push and have usurp the powers of their constitutional duties. So that's what that speech was about. But now, like YouTube, as we mentioned with AJ, YouTube is now coming out not just about misinformation of COVID. Do you realize how many warnings I've gotten on YouTube now with our program here with having Dr. Robert Malone and other individuals on that question the COVID-19 pandemic and the vaccines that they're trying to punch out there that aren't really vaccines but are just, you know, untested, unverified things that we're injecting into our body? No, don't need to go down that road if you want to do it. do it. I don't really care. I'm not here to say one way or the other right now. What I am saying is that when you just question it, you get labeled as misinformation. Medical misinformation. Soon, they're now doing it on abortion, which I don't know what you can question on the abortion debate on that front. Soon, unless you identify yourself as a pronoun or if you just accept someone saying a random pronoun, then they're going to ban you and they're going to silence you. It is the social media, the disinformation governance board at the federal level that says it was shut down. But is it really? Is it really? The testing waters are still there and they're going to find new ways to censor because they don't want the truth and the real content and the facts of the world and reality to be out there, which is why we have to fight even harder to make sure it remains. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Spread that reason and sanity throughout the world because God knows We need it. Until then, be your own voice. It's time to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is the voice reason of Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow.